This is Hello Boss Girl with Carrie Ramsey on 91X. Each week, explore big ideas from Boss Girl startups in the Quinty region through conversations with female founders. Hello, Boss Girl. Get ready today for an interview with a dynamic and visionary young entrepreneur who has grown her business every year since launching it back in 2012. Bay of Quinty boss girl Emma Travis is the owner of Be Prepared First Aid Training in downtown Belleville. She started out teaching first aid with the Canadian Red Cross and has gone on to create a thriving business that trains a wide range of audiences, including new parents, employees, teenagers, and even young small children. So let's get to know this local woman who's encouraging everyone to put safety first. Welcome to the show, Emma. Thank you for having me. So tell us a bit about your background. How did you get into first aid training? Well, the first time I really took a first aid course that I actually remember taking, because who knows about the childhood things, um, was in university. So I was doing a Bachelor of Health Science uh, over in Oshawa, and I joined up with the campus emergency response team. So I got to jump from first aid into first response very quickly, and I absolutely loved doing it. But at that point, I never thought about teaching it. Watching people teach that course seemed very tedious and slightly (laughs) awful. Um, It wasn't until after I graduated, I was working as a waitress. Someone just kind of suggested, hey, have you thought of teaching this? And in all honesty, I said no. But progressed a little bit further. I signed up for the course, had an amazing time just doing the instruction course. And then, as you said, I started with Red Cross right off the bat. And I just had an awesome time. I think when you're saying that, I'm remembering the first time I had to do first aid training and it's the words had to, usually it's a requirement of a job and it's like, oh, I've got to tick this box, right? So it's not like a lot of people are passionate about pursuing that, which is really interesting. However, I do know that you have a lot of young parents that come in or new parents. That has got to be a really, you know, that's a passionate group that, no, no, I am here for the right reasons, right? To protect my family. That has got to be a very different type of a client from someone who is really mandated to be there. Oh, for sure. We love having those groups. I've done in-home classes, uh, especially with our new blended course. So they get to do half the course online and at home in their own time, which is amazing when you've got young kids at home. And then we just spend one day and we've done it in-home. So I go to somebody's house and we've got, you know, six, seven new moms. We've got babies crawling around. Sounds like a party. Oh, it's fantastic. (laughs) So let's say someone's listening right now and they're like, oh, I'm in that boat. Could they actually request to have one of those, I'm going to call it a first aid home party? Yeah. Like, you know, and they could have it and and get together the group of women in other words 100% oh I would have done that when I was a new mom had I known (laughs) that sounds actually not only something that matters like it's super important but you you could make it fun as well I think oh for sure and bring your babies it's so much more fun we actually get the babies so So what about the other types of training that you offer because I know it's not just for for new parents who are maybe you know becoming accustomed to having a, a small baby in the house what are some of the other types of first aid training that are offered so first aid it can be really just basic um emergency is a one day course standard first aid is a two day course we always tie in CPR and defibrillators with everything um we train everybody from people that are, you know, we go over to med employment a couple times a month for people just looking to build up their resumes. Um, we're doing all sorts of people that are already working in the field, whether it's construction, railway, um, 
it's just a huge variety of people. It doesn't really end the type that we get to meet all the time. Well, and I'm sure that must be one of the challenges of your work is that you're dealing with such a diverse client base. How do you sort of adjust to those different audiences that come in? You kind of start out your day a little bit the same every time and then you slowly adjust as you start going. Um, Red Cross is actually really great about setting up their instructors to succeed. They're huge on teaching you how to teach because you kind of need to know a lot of the first aid stuff when you come to them to begin with. Um, And from there, you you just tune up each class a little bit each time. Well, I know you a little bit, Emma, and I know that you are always listening and learning from people that you interact with. And I think that that's a gift as a teacher, because you're right. Not everyone, everyone might know a little something about first day, but not everyone can teach it very well. So uh, kudos to you, because I think that that's, that's a gift. And I'm so glad that you're sharing that with the residents in this area. So preparing for emergencies isn't often something that's top of mind, sadly, right? Usually we try to push to the back of our mind that something bad could happen, whether it's at home, in the workplace, um, you know, when we're traveling. But what's one of the benefits, you know, of taking the time to think through the emergencies that could potentially happen? Well, you are right. Nobody wants to think worst case scenario. It's kind of a horrific thing to be thinking about all the time. But when you plan ahead you are a little more confident if something happens. Uh, It's not saying that you may not panic, but you're less likely to panic. And it could just be the difference of if you're, let's say, stuck in your home because there's an ice storm, you don't want to be leaving, you planned ahead, so now you have food to eat. You have water to drink because if the taps freeze up or something else happens, you don't have to worry about those little things. If the lights go out, you can see, whether it's because you have flashlights or you have a generator or you have some sort of plan in place you're prepared for it. And knowledge is power. It is. That, at least for me, I actually have some peace of mind when I do educate myself about things like this because I go, okay, God forbid it should happen, but at least I know step one, step two. And, you know, obviously in many cases, then it's the professional that might that might come on the scene, right? But oh, I think for in sure. a lot of what you teach, it's that in-between time. It's what do you do because you're the first person there as the parent or as an employee? Yeah, and that's actually a huge reason we have infant and toddler CPR workshops because although it's great if you want to do a first aid party, and I love wording it that way now, by the way, <laughs> that's that's new and that's going to be branded. Um, but we get a lot of parents that they maybe have done the course a while before, they don't want to get certified, they just want to know what to do in case, worst case scenario, and the biggest thing they come to us for is what if baby starts choking? Right, yeah. What if the, or the small child starts choking? And we've actually had a lot more parents lately coming to us for that main reason. So that's why we have these little specialty workshops every now and then. I think that's brilliant because sometimes you don't want everything on the menu, you just want that one piece. So yeah. kudos to you guys for, for having that insight to offer it. Well, I know you don't work alone. So tell me a bit about the team that you have. I think think it's a small team, but still small but mighty. Tell us a bit about your team. So I mean, it did start out with just me, myself and I, and it was the same as many entrepreneurs feel. It's isolating, it's kind of lonely, and oh, it's exhausting. Um, And now, um, once I moved actually into my space downtown, that's when it really started to grow. Um, Tamara is my right-hand person. She is my everything at this point. I don't know what I would do without her at this time. Um, Actually, sometimes I wonder how I did everything without her. Um, She handles the day-to-day of many things. She kind of keeps everything on track so many times. Um, 
She handles a large amount of marketing. Um, so helping get the word out has actually lately has been a huge part of what she's been working on. Um, we've always had a student that kind of works part time and it's always based on their schedule. We're always very flexible for them. Um, lately, it's actually been my my eldest, my daughter, Kira. Um, so she's going into placement right now. So we're kind of losing her a little bit. But again, it's, you know, if she wants the hours. We're like, all right, we'll we'll make it work, whether it's evenings or the odd random, you know, couple of hours here and there. Um, and they always help us with catching up with the administrative work, keeping things tidy and organized in the office. Uh, cleaning is a huge part with first aid equipment. So that always takes a good amount of time as well. Well, it's so smart of you to sort of stop and say, okay, at, at this point, I need to expand my team. And so how did you know for yourself as a solopreneur that it's time, I can't do it all on my own? I realized that if I wanted to grow any further, if I wanted to, I was either going to have to start turning people away or I was gonna have to jump to the next level. And it was a huge leap for me. It meant having to get my own full-time space. We have the office, I thought, well, I can't be here all the time, so I need someone else to sit here, whether it's just a person sitting at the desk. Um, And I hired Tamara initially, barely even knowing what the job description was, and she has surpassed any expectation I ever had for who I might have hired there. I love her. Yeah, I've met her myself. A great a great team that you've got started. And I have no doubt it's going to continue to grow. So my daughter actually took your first aid training course, as you probably know, earlier this year when she was training for one of those mandatory first aid yep. uh, courses for a camp counselor position. Um, and so I knew of your program because we had met at a Hello Boss Girl event. Uh, But how do you typically get the word out about your business? You mentioned that Tamara does some of the marketing. What are some of the ways that you connect with your potential audience? Word of mouth is huge with any business. Um, It plays a huge role for us as well. Um, In the last little while, though, uh, largely with the help of Tamara, uh, Facebook advertising or social media has been huge for all of our children's programming, whether it's home alone, um, babysitting, the infant toddler courses, and even our first aid for kids. Um, That's all been doing really well because of social media marketing. Um, And we recently started pushing email marketing, and it's actually been going really well. Um, actually, our psychological first aid course, we've been getting the word out very well on that one using email marketing. Oh, brilliant. I was even surprised by that one. Well, and when you think about where is your audience, of course, that's the question to ask when you're choosing your tool for moms and new parents. Facebook is where they're sharing, you yep. know, all sorts of things about and asking questions, right? Oh, yeah. So that's really smart. And email, of course, is huge. It's absolutely almost necessary, I think, to have that direct contact with your audience. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be pushing that one a little bit more in the coming year, mm. so... Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I know that you're also a big networker. You mentioned word of mouth is important. You seem to be at all the events I attend and I don't attend a whole lot. So I know you're out there a lot. What are some of the benefits of building a strong local network? So I think it's a little skewed. I don't always actually get out to the networks. Um, it depends on my mood. If I'm not in a good mood, I'm not going to be going out because it's it's just not going to work. Yeah. Um, and it depends on home life. If things are too crazy busy, then I don't leave home for a few I months hear at you. a time sometimes. <laughs> um, but I mean, building that network is, is fantastic. It's, it's important. Um, it's all about building relationships. So I mean, it's the same messages I hear again and again. If you want to build business, you have to build uh, your connections and relationships with people. So it may not be that I meet someone who then signs up for a course. It could be I meet somebody and they know a person that ends up helping me with a different problem down the line, or I get to help them, or, you know, it might be they know a person who knows a person who knows a person who ends up signing up for the course. But 
networking is so much more than just someone who's going to buy your product. True. They have to know about you, first of all, before they yeah. can recommend you to others. And just literally this morning, I saw someone was looking for a photographer. And, you know, within seconds, people had mentioned like a local boss girl, and then three people had supported that. And, <laughs> and I thought, if that boss girl had not gone out to an event, you know, how would this other person have known to recommend her, even though she wasn't the one that was, you know, hiring her? And social media is sort of that intermediary medium that just, oh my goodness, gets the word out so much more quickly than oh, it used yeah, to. Definitely. Yeah, people are always looking and asking for recommendations. So you have to be top of mind. <laughs> true, very <laughs> which, true. Which I'm sure you are. So as we're recording this interview, it's the start of 2020. And I was wondering, do you have any goals or dreams for your business in the year ahead? My goal, and we've actually already started working on it by accident. We were, we were not supposed to start working on this until after the new year. Um, my goal is to work on my business this year instead of in my business. So we've actually already hired someone and we were just hoping to find somebody by like March. So we found her a little early um, and she is going to kind of be the new me as far as the instructor side goes. So this is going to be the person that can finally teach every course that I teach. Currently, we have a, a wide variety of instructors that we use um, and they all have their strengths, but we don't have anyone that teaches everything. Right. And, and you can't clone yourself per se, but you need to, uh, everything you're talking about is right on track for growth and expansion. You know that you, yep. you do the research. And so that's so brilliant because now you can take yourself out. Like you say, work on your business, yeah. not in your business. So keep growing, keep oh, building. So good. And when I need to take time off, I can because yes. it'll just be I have office hours. I don't have to be the instructor that day. I'm like, yes. So good. Well done. Well done. <laughs> well, we're predicting it's going to be a lovely year ahead for you, Emma. So we thought we'd do a little musical toast to your future success with Lovely Day. This is Soul System on 91X. Lovely day, lovely day, lovely day, Day was long and I felt strong ever since we met. When you appeared to 
That was Soul System with Lovely Day on 91X. And I'm joined in the Hello Boss Girl studio today by the lovely Emma Travis, owner of Be Prepared First Aid Training in downtown Belleville. So Emma, do you have any advice for a female entrepreneur who may be launching her own business in the year ahead? Maybe 2020 is the year that she wants to get that off the ground. Any advice for someone first starting out? I probably could rant for a little while on many things, (laughs) but um, honestly... Put it out there. Don't keep it to yourself. Sometimes we have an idea and we just hold on to it too tightly and we don't want to tell anyone. We don't want anyone to, whether it's shatter your dreams or anything else. But what I have realized is that, yes, everyone has an opinion. You don't always have to listen to those. But a lot of people have advice and they have advice on things you may not have expected. Um, And when you start talking to people, I swear it's like the universe just hears what's going on and then just sends you the right information. But beyond that and just hoping for the universe to tell you something, Um, There are so many resources here. Um, I know my mom pushed me actually towards a lot of them. Um, Trenvel Small Business Center, I'm sure people have talked about them before and they rave about them all the time. They are phenomenal. Even as little as just go talk to them because you need advice. It doesn't have to be for loans and funding. They have that. They have grants and everything, but even just advice. And we should mention it doesn't cost anything to go and talk to them. Just make an appointment. (laughs) Don't chat. I love that. Don't hold on to it. Put it out there. Yeah. Put it out there. Even if it's a small group to start, maybe not on social media at, at first, yeah. but a small group and then build that. I think that's really brilliant. Yeah. I know that you have a Hello Boss Girl event coming up in February that we're actually inviting all of our listeners to attend. Would you like to tell us a little bit more about that event? So we have the self-care winter workshop coming up uh, and that's actually... Uh, the self-care portion that's kind of condensed taken out of our psychological first aid course. So not everyone can come to the full course. It's two days. It's a lot longer. Um, And we kind of made a bit of a more fun version of it in this workshop. So it's an interactive discussion uh, that really... um, 
delves into what self-care really should be. So what we're going to be doing this workshop is everyone gets to end up creating their own personalized self-care plan. Um, it takes away some of the glorified things of, you know, hashtag self-care this and self-care. Like, you have to really improve yourself if you're doing self-care. It shouldn't temporarily make you feel better. It shouldn't be just this... Um, you know, I'm going to go out, I'm going to hang out with a friend. And this is what I used to do. We'd go get pedicures. We had a great time. But at the end of the day, I was just as stressed as I was when I walked into that salon. It was a fun two hours, three hours, but it didn't really improve my life in any way. We still like to go do that every now and then, but that's not what I really deem as my self-care anymore. That's just my, my social time now. Um, real self-care for me was choosing um, in this past year to no longer work Sundays, to start valuing my family a little bit higher, um, to notice when I was getting overstressed, to take a step back from work. That led to the decision of work on business instead of in business. Um, what we're going to be doing in that workshop is um, a, it's, it's an afternoon of connections, uh, revelations, and I really hope for some it'll be the beginning of a new and healthier journey mm. by the end of that afternoon. I love it. And self-care is a daily commitment. It's not just something like you say once in a while. It is. We should mention the date, which is it's Saturday, February 1st? Yes. Okay. And it's an afternoon. I believe it's... One to four. Yeah, I want to say it's one to four. <laughs> if you're wondering, though, um, just click on the, the Facebook page for Hello Boss Girl. All of our events are listed there. And this one is called the Winter Self-Care Workshop yes. with Emma Travis. So you'll be able to find it. Grab a girlfriend or more and, and just come along. And, and it's going to be, where is it being held? Tell us about that. So Retreat Zen, uh, it's this beautiful little space, almost unheard of half the time, um, but uh, Nadini runs this uh, beautiful little space and well, really come out and discover it for yourself. Yeah. It's out on airport parkways. So. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So even the space itself is going to be, I think, relaxing. So yeah, come out and, and definitely take a part of that. I know that you're passionate about self-care, as you've just mentioned, but there's so many things you're passionate about that are within this sphere that you operate. And equipping our city with defibrillators uh, is another one of those things. Can you tell us a little bit about your efforts in that area? So not as far as I would like them to have been at this point, um, but we did manage uh, with a networking group I was in, we fundraised and we did actually purchase a defibrillator for public use downtown. Um, now we ran into some issues getting it installed and putting it up because Canadian weather is not great <laughs> on defibrillators outside. Uh, yeah. um, and if you want a public access machine, it has to be, it can't be locked up at night. It defeats the point. Mm. So I've since left that group, but mostly with my kids in school mornings, I couldn't go at 7 a.m. in the morning every single week anymore. Um, but they're still working on putting that into a space and having it installed downtown. Um, I definitely want to put more effort into getting more public AEDs in Belleville, and that's one of the goals that I'm going on with this year. And I think there's so much more uh, awareness of it than there even was, you know, five years ago. I, mm -hmm. I've read so much and I know that you've been a part of those efforts as well, but it, whether it's hockey arenas or wherever I go, yeah. it just there's and so kudos to anyone who's been a part of of making that happen. That's so important. You, uh, of course, uh, are located in downtown Belleville. What do you love about that area? I know you're pretty passionate about it. I've always loved downtown. My parents had a bookstore downtown, changing times. Some people still remember it. Um, and I remember working there on Saturdays, sometimes in the evenings. You, you know, I'd spend all my money downtown. So the first time I got to pick my own bank account was downtown, go to a Reddick's Bakery, and I bought all the treats. <laughs> um, 
And I love it down there. I know it has a really bad rap. Um, the perception of downtown is still f- quite low and it's actually the perception itself is what they've been working on. But we've done classes in the evening and people leave. I stand out my door and I look up and down the street and it's beautiful down there. It's yeah. just so there's a reality versus perception, perhaps it is that has it has been changing. Mm-hmm. So that's the good news. Yeah. Any other boss girl businesses in the downtown core that you wanted to give a shout out to? Um, there's a few that I've had the pleasure of knowing and meeting and talking with a few times. I know Nicola Robertson with um, Diamond Physios. Amazing. Um now we thrive used to be she thrives phenomenal place in there and recently i got a nice chat with uh, kate from kate's kitchen mm-hmm. um and she's with the board with the downtown improvement association as well and there's so many other oh, women down there so many female-owned businesses in the downtown courts it's really encouraging yeah so it takes a lot of guts and determination to be an entrepreneur these days whether you're downtown or no matter where you are is there a song that helps motivate you through those hard times in all honesty, there's a ton of songs that motivate me. I'm huge in music, but uh, if I had to pick one, um, Pitch Perfect, acapella music throughout the entire movie, love all of their movies just because of the music. Uh, and there's one phenomenal mashup song they did, and it was Freedom. Um, love that song. Well, first of all, loved all the Pitch Perfect movies, and this is a great song. Let's listen to it now with Freedom. This is the Bellas from the Pitch Perfect soundtrack on 91X. give you up gotta have some faith in the sound it's the one good thing that i've got got. my ticket for the long way round to buy the whiskey for the way and i sure would like some sweet company and i'm leaving tomorrow Take these lies and make them true somehow. All we have to do now is take these lies and make them true somehow. 
that was the Bellas with Freedom on 91X. And my guest in the Hello Boss Girl studio today has been Emma Travis, owner of Be Prepared First Aid Training in downtown Belleville. Emma, if someone's looking to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Well, now we can actually say you can come on downtown and visit us in our little storefront. Uh, they can find lots of information on our website. We actually just added some videos on there as well, detailing a lot of our different training programs that we have. Um, Facebook is a great avenue. We've got Instagram. You can call us, email us. Um, we try to make ourselves as accessible as we can. So just Google, be prepared for stage training. They'll find us. They'll find you. Excellent. Well, I would like to thank you so much for joining us here today. I feel much better prepared just for speaking to you. <laughs> and I hope our listeners have an idea of where they can get prepared as we head into a brand new year. To say thanks, we do have a gift bag for you from Hello Boss Girl and the Small Business Center at Loyalist College. Thank you. I also would like to send a shout out to our producer, Kathleen Rankin, who prepares each episode of Hello Boss Girl with care and precision and helps us steer clear of technical emergencies. <laughs> and thank you also to you, our listeners, for tuning in to learn about another great Boss Girl business in the Bay of Quinty. We hope you'll join us next time for more Boss Girl stories here on 91X. For more big ideas from Boss Girl startups, follow Hello Boss Girl on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And hear more conversations with female founders and Boss Girls from the Quinty region each week at this time on Alternative Radio 91X. 